Hey, it's Pastor Mike. A really small step that could be a really big blessing to our ministry and to the kingdom of God is you taking just a second to rate and review this podcast. You probably know how algorithms work. More people get to hear about this podcast and most importantly, hear about Jesus when you do. So thanks for helping us out and may God bless you today. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. And then he says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what is God's will? God's will is his desire for you and for me. And as we traverse through the Bible, you find God's will pop up all over the place. But what we need to understand is that his ultimate will falls under the umbrella of something that the Apostle Paul shares in his book to Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 2, I'm going to read this for you. Verses 1 through 4 says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, and he says who those people are, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. So God's will, his ultimate will for you and me is that he wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. God's ultimate will is that we spend eternity with him. And so you think about that in the grand scheme of things is that his greatest will for you is not that you make lots of money, that you have a particular job or get a, a certain degree. It's not that you find a family or, or build a family, that you get married, have children, have a huge home or drive a fancy car. It's not even that you have a, a pain-free and, and, and a healthy life. His greatest desire is that you would be with him forever in eternity. And in Acts chapter 17, the Apostle Paul reveals to us that God has determined the exact times and places where we should live so that we might reach out to him and find him. So the fact that you are where you are right now in this time in history is not a coincidence. This is not some random act of the universe. This is God's desire for you so that you would grow in a relationship with him and not just for you, but for all people. I thought about this the other day when I was at the, the gas station. I was in line waiting to pay for my stuff. And the lady checking us out, a young woman, she had tattoos all over her body. And then there was a guy leaning on the counter and he looked like he was homeless. And then there was a mom and her daughter. And there was a younger guy who looked like he came from money. And then there was a gentleman who English was definitely not his first language. And he accidentally cut in front of me. But I stood back with this in my mind, like, wow, God our Savior wants all of these people to be saved. And, and when I have that thought in my mind, it is so much easier to be kind and patient and loving towards people that I might not be loving towards. You think about that for your own life. There are people, um, clients, coworkers, uh, children, parents, family members, politicians that you may not agree with concerning their moral values or even their political values. And contrary to popular belief, your job and mine isn't to berate and belittle these people and put them down for what they believe. But what Paul said was we, we are to pray for them, we are to thank God for them, and we are to pray that they would come to know Jesus as their Savior. When you pray your will be done, what ultimately you're doing is you are asking God to use whatever circumstances you're in, whether it's good or bad, whether it's tragic or happy, to draw you and other people closer. And, and what that looks like is that God may open doors for you and he may close doors for you. 
and doors that you thought were wide open, all of a sudden they slam shut and you're maybe wondering why. Well, God in his heavenly perspective is saying, hey, I know that if you went down that path, it would have drawn you away from me. You might have all these great plans for the future and, and, and decisions that you, you want to stay in a certain place for a long time. And all of a sudden, God upends that and he says, nope, I'm going to send you to a different school. I'm going to send you to a different job. I'm going to send you to a different neighborhood. And, and that's for your spiritual good. But also think about this, that God is using in you and his grand scheme of things that we, we learned that we were praying for God's kingdom to come. Well, it's quite possible that God's going to use you to draw somebody else closer to him, a new neighbor, a new classmate, a new coworker. <laughs> Praying this prayer, your will be done, is, is an amazingly powerful prayer. And it's also somewhat scary to pray because what you're ultimately doing is you're saying, God, take me out of my comfort zone. God, I'm not in control, you are. God, help me to love people that I probably wouldn't love otherwise. It's a powerful prayer. It's not an easy prayer, but when you pray it, what it does, it's so amazing. It, it, it helps people draw closer to him. And, and we learned that Jesus had to pray this prayer too. Towards the end of his life, he was in a garden called Gethsemane. And he knew that evening that he was going to be handed over to the authorities, that he would be betrayed into his enemy's hands. And yet in the garden, he prayed with his, his, his fellow disciples and he looked up to heaven and he said, Father, if it's your will, you can take this cup away from me, but not my will, your will be done. And what Jesus was asking in that moment to, for God to take that cup, that cup of suffering away was, Lord, if I don't have to, to die to pay for the sins of the world, I'm okay with that. If there's another way, show me that way. But God said, no, there was no other way. Jesus had to suffer that God's separating death on the cross so that you and I would never be separated from God. Jesus prayed, your will be done, and God's will was done. It was not an easy prayer, but it was a powerful prayer. When you and I pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, being in the middle of God's will is the best place you and I can be. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to do your will to save us from our sins. And Lord, help us to yield to you, that to know that sometimes you're gonna open doors, sometimes you're gonna shut them, but it's okay, because at, at the end of the day, your will is that we would spend eternity with you. Thank you so much, amen.